Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. All right, guys, y'all are in for a treat. I've got Haley Hoskins on here, VP of Growth, right out of Nashville, Tennessee, of Triumph Orthopedic Partners. Haley, welcome to Ignite. Thank you, Alex. I haven't even had that much caffeine today. How about you? I'm awake now. (laughs) We just scared her. Haley, so we're going to talk about your ascent at Triumph and all the fun marketing stuff we're doing because we got marketers listening to this. So I like to get really, really tactical, talk about the cool stuff you're doing, how you think about your team, how do you think about growth, what you prioritize, how do you balance B2B and B2C patient acquisition because orthos get a lot of referral and I'm sure you're in charge of all of that. So we will get into that. And before we do, tell them where you come from. You grew up in the biz. I did grow up in the biz. My father is a retired orthopedic surgeon. So he was in private practice for 30 plus years in San Diego. And I spent my summers working in his office. This was before EHR. So I was alphabetizing paper charts. This was before HIPAA as well. So I spent my summer working for him. My mom was his practice administrator for a few years as well. So I grew up around orthopedics. I love the space. I think it's really interesting it's like five businesses in one. You've got surgery, you've got physical therapy, you've got imaging. It's it's really a unique space. But I am not an MD, but I'm on the business side and I love working with orthopedic surgeons. Yeah, very cool. So grew up in a business and growing up in a family business gives you a certain kind of chutzpah where you got to get things done and you learn a lot about a lot. And you also were at Deloitte and you've done some stuff and then you got into this private equity game and place that triumph mm-hmm. where you could or you can shine on the orthopedic front. So talk about Triant service line. So I'm seeing this a lot more. You want the whole continuum of care. So I see a lot of orthos bringing on PTs. PTs are nervous Mm -hmm. because orthos are taking the PT business. What are those service lines? Where do you focus the growth attention? Parts one and two, but talk about what you focus on from a marketing perspective to support those. There's really five major service lines, at least with our platform investment, which is a group called George Bone Joint Surgeons in the Atlanta market. So there's regular clinics. So that's, you know, you, you hurt your knee, you go in to see the doctor. That's your normal clinic. Then there's physical therapy, as you just mentioned. There's MRI. So a lot of these places are bringing the MRI and imaging machines in-house. There's outpatient surgery centers, which I'm sure we'll talk a lot about on this. And then a lot of places are also doing these walk-in clinics as an alternative to going to the ER for orthopedic-specific injuries. So it's really five businesses in one. The primary driver of the business is the outpatient surgery center. And so that is where we focus a lot of our time is thinking through, you know, how to optimize the ASC. Our practice in Atlanta owns their ASC, which is a huge differentiator. So we're able to kind of own the whole continuum of care. You allow other providers to come do surgeries in there or it's just for Georgia Bona Joy? No, there is from they are 100%. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What does the marketing funnel look like? Do you advertise to get people... And obviously, I know some of these because y'all are our client, but do y'all advertise to get people in? I tore my ACL or do you just, you know, orthopedic surgeon, back surgeon, shoulder surgeon, and then we want to get them in, get them in for consult, get them surgery, and then we'll hopefully they continue to do the PT if they live in Cardiff. Absolutely. All of the above. We focus on getting them in the door for orthopedic injuries, knowing that then we can pass them along through all the other service lines. You know, we, we get the occasional person that might just come to us for the physical therapy, but it's typically the people that saw that the the providers for the surgery and then continue on with us. 
Yeah, because that's a value add that you're going to have an orthopedic surgeon checking in on your recovery with the PT, mm-hmm. right? If not, there's probably a PT that's closer to you if you don't have like surgery related thing. That you need. Exactly. I tore my ACL and I ended up going with, you weren't a client yet, so disclaimer there, but it was every <laughs> year because it was like run by the same surgeon that Atlanta Falcons guy came in. He's such a PT that I love him. But anyways, hasn't been torn. So that's good. And then you have a B2B component, right? To us. Uh, referrals. All right, talk about where yeah. referrals and what you do to support. Yeah. So B2B is really big in orthopedics because if you think about it, it's different than other healthcare specialties like dental, primary care, or BGYN. It's episode-based. You would potentially go your whole life without ever... We would hope you would never have to see an orthopedic surgeon, right? You're not coming in for a teeth cleaning every six months. You're not going to a PCP appointment every year. This is episode-based. So we've seen a lot of success on the B2B side and nurturing those relationships with referral sources. So we focus on PCPs, some pain management doctors, um, maybe some other physical therapy centers. And then there's a big kind of employer workers comp strategy as well. So in terms of marketing, I think of marketing as our D2C efforts, which I oversee. And then I think of sales as kind of our referral side of the business, which I also am a part of as well. And, and it's kind of both things. But historically, there's been a really big success with the referral side of the business. We're just starting to dip our toes into the direct consumer. All right. That's why y'all brought on the best agency of all time. Okay. And so on the referral side, so that's sales. So you guys have a head of biz dev and is there any support? Is that right? Is there a head of business? Development? What do they call growth officer? Or what um, they, uh, at the triumph level or at the yeah. practice? I guess at the practice level. Like Georgia Bone and Joint has someone out there that's being the street. So we're, we're actively hiring for that role. If anyone listening cool. is interested in the Atlanta area, we're looking for a physician liaison is what we call it. And that person goes out and, and makes the connections with referrals, make sure that, you know, they're happy, their patients are great, getting great outcomes, et cetera. So that's the sales side. On the marketing side, so you guys, we're, we're launching into DDC. First order of business was website. Talk to us about website. Yeah, that process. And I feel like... Uh, and you can also talk... You got a variety of different options presented for future acquisition. Talk, tell mm-hmm. us about the whole patient yeah. journey, how you thought through the website, why we have multiple options, et cetera. Yeah. So when you think about running an MSO, which is what Triumph is, and I should probably give a little bit of background. So we're an MSO. We were founded in 2021. We're backed by Short Capital Partners out of Chicago, big healthcare, micro cap investor. It's a little bit of building at the MSO level and then also helping our platform investment at George Bona Joint. So we built with Cardinal Support three website templates that will now go out to our future groups that partner with us and say, you know, here are three great awesome optimized templates. Like what you can give them a little bit of choice to be able to pick which one they want. And a big part of that is, is around our brand strategy, which is to not change the local brands. Triumph is a brand that will not be known by patients. We are not intending to change the local brand. I mean, a lot of these practices were founded 40, 50 years ago. They're really proud of the brand. They have brand recognition. We're not changing that. So it's just modernizing the brand and bringing it onto a new website, which we will support with Cardinal's Health. So website is always primary focus. We've got to modernize it. We've got to have great content to help with SEO. It is the landing page. We need to have that down path. So that is our always our first focus. I would say our second focus is on Google listings, which Cardinal has also done a lot of help 
around that with optimizing them. You'd be surprised. They're, they might not even have a Google listing. Maybe their providers don't have Google. Like they're really kind of bringing them into the digital age. We do a lot of work around optimizing those, uh, making sure there's updated information. We also use a tool called Yext that helps push out all of our kind of standard information across website. I know you guys do work with them. I would say those are kind of our core things that we do. Are you running some PPC now? We are running some PPC. Yeah, so PPC, once we get the website in a good place, then we'll run PPC to drive traffic there. Um, and we're in our third month of PPC with Cardinal. And I think the results have been really great so far. You know, it's it's low budget to start. And that's kind of, you know, we wanted to dip our toes in it. And, and also we're kind of, you know, it's a tough market out there. So we're kind of pulling back a little bit on spend, but really great results even with the limited spend. I think the Cardinal team's been really scrappy on how to get creative with the keywords, how to, you know, keep, keep their eye on the ball. So we are doing some PPC. And so I also do a lot of work with our operational team to make sure that the conversions that we're sending are then converting, converting uh-huh. into appointments, having a great experience. So are you going to listen to calls? Are you checking intake? Oh, I just got out of a meeting about that. We are not <laughs> doing that currently, but we are thinking for maybe next year, introducing some call tracking software, be able to manage that channel. No, we've got friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've met with them, so yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. So checking intake. And a lot of people think right now we're we're getting a lot of a lot of pressure from PE back partners, right? Everybody's getting squeezed, interest rates are crushing everybody. Mm-hmm. We're saying you gotta prove every dollar. We're saying, you know, it's not just a marketing issue you have. You've got to check intake. You've got to check conversion, talk to B2B sales teams, everything. So a lot of work to be done. And a lot of the work marketing can do through call and lead tracking and checking how things are going on on front office actually impacts operations and finance. So you got to get the whole team together and that's the fun stuff. So building out websites, this was something kind of unique. And Adam, a short cattle smart guy, he said, let's build three templates. So he had the right idea. Not something we had done before. Uh, but very exciting. Was it a giant? And let's be honest, Cardinal's not perfect. Was it a giant pain trying to build three templates at once for the giant MSO so that you had three different variations? I mean, that's that you're, seems. Would you recommend others go nuts on that? Like, <laughs> worth it? You're, I think it was worth it. It was it was challenging, but our whole ethos is we we want to partner with physicians. We do not want to push a playbook. To the practices. We want to partner with them and get their input. So having some optionality around that was, was our approach. And, and frankly, there's often a lot of emotion around websites. Like maybe, you know, like they, they're friends of website developer and put it together and they're really proud of it. And we, we don't want to take that away per se, but we want to optimize it, but we want to give them a, a voice in what their new website is going to look like. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people kind of have attachment to what they've done in the past. So I'm not surprised their brother's cousin in the closet constructed it. And so, yeah. And so, and so y'all's acquisitions really want to stay on board. So it's a building thing. It's not a sellout, you know, and they get an earnout and they're out. They're really going to be a part of the MSO until, yeah, yes. until second yes. five years. So yeah, very good. So they're going to stay on board and they have options there on how to maintain brand. What is the trickiest thing you've found in marketing orthopedic group that you didn't see coming, even having been in the biz for 30 years? Mm-hmm. Like what? Direct to consumer is really hard in orthopedics because it's episode based. I know I sound like a broken record here, but it's not relevant for me to push content to you. Unless you have a torn ACL or hurt your, hurt your shoulder, Like it's not relevant. It's not like a lot of the other specialties. So that's been a challenge. You know, We don't do a lot of 
direct to consumer marketing. We, I mean, we do, we do pay PPC, but we don't push like content out, but PPC we've had some good early success with because we're really focused on finding people where they're at. Right. I mean, the vast majority of people are typing in orthopedic surgeon near me, me doctor near me. So we've had a lot of success in that because it is very injury based. Do you guys do anything for that uh, increasing share of care? Like someone comes in for imaging, making sure they're getting SMS or email automations with educational content. Hey, you should come back in for your surgery. <laughs> you got, dude, you'd be surprised. I went to Emory. I'm going I'm to I'm say I went to Piedmont for the image. It was a, clearly a torn ACL. And then nobody and nothing from Piedmont followed up to have the surgery done within their health system. So I ended up going to, go wow. to Emory. Crazy, right? So do you guys wow. do anything... Any kind of messaging to existing? We do. We do. A lot of it is around training the team. It's around the default should be the next step. They are going to be seen at our facility. They come in and they need an MRI. The default is that they're going to our MRI machine. The default is that they're getting surgery in our ASC if possible. So we've done a lot of training around converting between service lines. We haven't really done it on kind of the digital marketing side, um, but that's a good idea for me. I'm inquiring because it's something I think I want Cardinal doing more of. And we don't have a lot of CRM and marketing automation experience, but I'm hearing it's half the equation. Like we're so good at new patient activation, but then patient lifetime value gets crushed because we don't do anything after they're in the system, right? Yeah. So when you're retraining, so who do you have to retrain? Front office, operations, general managers of those practices? Really, everybody. Medical assistants hold a lot of power. <laughs> uh, it's a really, really important role because they're writing up the charts. They are putting in the orders for where the patient needs to go next. So we do a lot of work with the MAs. Um, and then, of course, front office, manning the phones. Okay. And those people cycle... I mean, I imagine the, the tenure is not long. So then when they come yeah. on board, retrain. So I hate this guy to sit with them. So exactly. sit with them and we yeah. go back through the whole brick and roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Okay. Not yeah. easy to run a serious group. What are you excited about in marketing digital or otherwise? I have been really excited about Google reviews. Talk about getting scrappy. Like Google reviews, especially in an environment like orthopedics where people are are Googling or the near me, hurt my knee. What do I do? Like that is where we're seeing the most traction. We increased our Google rating volume by over 300% in the first 90 days using podium. So driving automated reviews, managing reviews, responding to them. People look at that. I mean, I, I know you know that, but I think a lot of our physicians didn't really realize the power of that. People look at the reviews. They look to see if man- management is responding to them. And I feel, I mean, it's hard to quantify, but I feel like we've seen a lot of new patient activation because our Google profiles are so strong now. Um, and we've got that review volume and that that average rating going up. So I'm excited to keep driving that. And it's kind of a low, you know, it's a low cost thing, but really valuable. You have to remember a lot of these practices, I mean, these are, these are, family-run businesses in a lot of ways, right? Like they're not, they're not necessarily sophisticated when it comes to marketing. And so a lot of the basics can really move the needle. The website, yeah. the reviews, simple SEO, yeah, simple PPC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, little spend on PPC, it can really move the needle. So I'm excited to just I, I'm not scared of the the economy that we're in because I think a lot of the basics are what we're going to still rely on. Um, and it's going to move the needle for our groups. I love it. Everybody would answer that with TikTok or Facebook advertising. You know what? The best form of marketing 
and I'm sorry to tell you this as someone who runs an agency is word of mouth. That's okay. <laughs> it's free. I've been second fiddle for a long free. time. People trust people they know. Sorry. The amount of reviews that I get in that are so and so referred me, you know, my neighbor referred me, my brother had surgery here. I'd say 80% of reviews say something to that effect. Word of mouth activating that in your favor can be huge. Again, it's hard to quantify. But we rely a lot on that, on that, and it's it starts by making the patients have an amazing experience and getting them to talk about it. So that when you tear your ACL and you ask your friend where'd you get your surgery, they're going to tell you. So that's right, and that's why I love email and that's email education ongoing because that patient, if they just get a drip educational thing mm-hmm. after you know, and they're not going to read tear, they're they're never going to need you again. But it'll remind them. I got to tell my buddy when their buddy. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yes. I like that. Yeah, I hear you. Word of mouth is number one. Those are the best leads. Those are the best patients and. And focusing on reputation is number one, especially when you come from a family-run business provider group that's been around 40 years. They grew, it's not by accident, but it's by good care. But then you have people like kind of bad reviews and weird directory listings over 40 years. So first six yeah. months should be spent cleaning that up and retraining them to care about it and reminding them the bad reviews don't come from the providers giving bad, bad, bad bets. I took. The bad reviews come from front office because they couldn't verify benefits because they took too long to pick up the phone. That's where I see the right. news come in. So focusing on the nitty gritty and the simple stuff can be the most effective. Guys, y'all don't have to get fancy. Earn it from Haley. Focus. You know what they say about keeping it simple. That can be the best thing you can do. Are there any trends in the orthopedic industry that you're paying attention to? I go to all these healthcare PE conferences and orthopedic, the orthopedic lines are always well attended. Everybody was in there. And I remember I went to the McGuire Woods. So it's a hot topic. Everyone's trying to get into the ortho space. Are you yeah. watching any macro trends and you're like, whoa, yeah. it's turning out yeah. to be harder than we thought, easier. We're going to have a lot more PT clinics. Any, any yeah. ortho insights? Ortho insights, I would say first and foremost, consolidation is here. It's coming and it's here. You know, obviously I, I'm biased working for an MSO, but I, yeah. I think that it's going to be really hard for private practices to survive going forward without capital partner and and more leverage and scale. So you're starting to see that consolidation. Payer pressures, you know, continuing. I mean, it, it's not unique to ortho, but definitely payer pressures and operational pressures, inflation. I mean, it's, it's just hard to run a business as, as a small group. Ortho-specific trends, I would say the move to ASCs versus inpatient is huge and increasing. So as technology and procedures evolve, we're able to do more surgeries in the ASCs versus the hospital. And so if groups have access to an ASC and they own own part of that ASC, that's going to be a huge advantage. But then the flip side of that is you got to manage payers, right? To get the good rates so that you can do in the ASC. So definite shift to ASC. And then we're starting to see value-based care pop up in orthopedics as it is with everyone. So getting really you know, specific on how you can track your outcomes. Yeah, that's the hard part so. with value based. I don't know a ton about it, but it is tracking outcomes and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of like PE ingenuity, all the financial breaks. <laughs> Haley doesn't just know marketing, she actually knows the orthopedic space well, better than anybody I've met. So very cool to have you on, Haley. Thank you for sharing. I love the Google My Business trend. It's just the best thing to pay attention to because at the end of the day, you don't have to drive net new patients all the time, guys. The existing ones that are getting word of mouth, they are going to check and do their own due diligence. Please do not go focus on net new patient acquisition until the hub before the spokes looks really good because everybody outside of Google, et cetera, will go look anyways. Can I make another PSA? Yeah. 
PSA. PSA. Do not drive volume to the practice until you've worked out your operational hiccups. Do not make the patient have a bad first experience. Make sure you've got operations in a great place before you drive the volume. Otherwise, you've got angry patients and it continues the flywheel. So I, I love that because the more you know, I love that because we get groups, maybe even six months ago, we got groups that wanted to just go really hard. They want to ramp up patient acquisition really quickly. And I tell them, we won't have problems driving efficiently into the patient. We will not have problems. We're good at this. It's not that. It's not rocket science, at least to get to the point where Google is saturated. However, you are going to struggle. Intake will not be able to keep up. You don't have a centralized call center. You're not tracking what happens when they do intake. You're not reteaching the, the front office what to do. You haven't ramped up providers. You don't have a talent acquisition system. Haley, that was probably the best PSA. I want to start. I want to promote that. Ashley Carly, I want to go big on that one. That was awesome. Haley, I want to make your first and final offer. I need you to speak at the Scaling Up Summit. I don't know if anybody has told you about that, but it's launched. I'm promoting on LinkedIn. I need you to speak at it. I want to talk about it. And we're going to have six more months of experience. We can talk about different. All right. When and where? <laughs> December 5th and 6th. On your computer. <laughs> you don't have to travel. I was too cheap to do a real conference. Uh, so hey, that's the way we're... I respect it. I respect it. I wanted to democratize conference attendance. So yeah. that's why I did online. Okay. Haley, thank you so much for joining Ignite. I hope your eardrums didn't blast. I learned a lot. I hope you didn't drain your brain. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you, Alex. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.